job was say, hey, you're due for your next cleaning and then get them rescheduled. In fact, um, my outbound manager just today was telling me that they called a lead um, for one of our window cleaning companies that hadn't been serviced since 2015 and just booked a job. So I was wow. like, that's pretty cool. It's like six years later, we can just reschedule them by re-engaging re them. Um, so that's, that's really the power of using a service like ours is being able to fill in the gaps of calls you might miss and then also being able to do those follow-up calls that you probably never get to. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, what's going on? Happy listeners, it's Dave Mormon, home service business coach. I've got a very special guest on uh, for today's episode. I am honored to be with Michelle Jepson with Jill's office. Did I say your name right, Michelle? You, you nailed it. I nailed it. Okay, <laughs> awesome. It's an exciting one, uh, everybody, because Michelle's our first female on the podcast, a day I've been waiting for. So uh, I'd love to see more women come on the podcast and share their story. So congrats on the first spot there, Michelle. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm so excited to be here today. This is so fun. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Michelle and I were just talking off air. I actually heard her first speak at uh, Kurt Kempton's ResponsaCon all the way last January, seems like an eternity ago before COVID hit and everything. And uh, she was very switched on engaged speakers so i just jotted a mental note and said this lady knows what she's talking about and now we're here like a year and a half later kind of hearing a little bit more about uh, you and your story awesome well yeah i appreciate that it. it's a great conference and um i mean i love everything that you're doing for the home service industry so i'm excited to be here with you yeah for sure so let's hear a little bit i always like to start with um you know people's backgrounds michelle into into their journey so just kind of tell us how did Jill's office kind of come to be and did you have a background in this before just kind of what what brought you into this uh, new venture absolutely so um the owner of Jill's office the founder he um you know his family's his family has a background in home services his brother was a contractor and they were driving along one day and his his brother's phone starts ringing and he's just, and Brandt, the owner is just, um, our Jill's office owner is like, hey, are you gonna get that? And his brother said, eh, no, you know, if they want me, they'll leave a message. And just like, you know, it's like fingernails on a chalkboard, um, <laughs> just knowing that, you know, if you want customers to book with you, you've gotta be present and answer the phone. And so just kind of a bell um, kind of went off that there's a need there to provide this service, um, you know, cause not only when you're driving, but when you're up on a ladder or you're on a roof or you're talking to their client or you run to the bathroom and whatever it may be, and that phone rings and you miss it of just, you know, literally you might be losing you know, hundreds of dollars of cash every time. Yep. And so that's where the idea of Jill's office was born is just um, providing this service to primarily the home service industry of having a friendly, warm, professional voice, being able to answer calls when, when you can't get to your own phone. And we wanted to do more than just be like a glorified answering machine. Um, we don't, I mean, we, we're known as an answering service, but we feel like we're much more than that. Um, we wanted to not just take a message, but actually be able to 
get in your system and your CRM to give out pricing, to schedule jobs, to actually be able to progress that call to turn those callers into customers. And so being able to, you know, help with that whole customer journey of representing your business and, and then even providing outbound services as well. Um, that's kind of what really sets us apart is um, being able to provide that full service. So this is amazing because I love getting on these talks because I learn things as well, hearing people's stories. So like I thought Jill's office is primarily answering service. So you're saying now there's this whole admin side where you could go on to someone's CRM and, and even send out quotes or what's kind of the extent of the services? Great question. So uh, currently it's anything we would do on a phone. Um, so it's, it's being able to on the call, get in, give out custom pricing according to, you know, what services they need um, and then schedule estimates, schedule jobs, um, whatever, whatever steps you need in that regard to be able to progress that call along and actually get them booked. So not wow. just take a message, but actually book the job. Um, and then we can even take it a step further. Um, you know, they always say that the fortunes in the follow-up, but nobody ever has time to do follow-up calls. Yep. And so being able to also, Hey, let us know, Hey, call these people, um, get them rebooked for service. And again, being able to log in, see, um, see what their previous job was, say, hey, you're due for your next cleaning, and then get them rescheduled. In fact, um, my outbound manager just today was telling me that they called a lead um, for one of our window cleaning companies that hadn't been serviced since 2015 and just booked a job. So I was wow. like, that's pretty cool. It's like six years later, we can just reschedule them by re-engaging re them. Um, so that's, that's really the power of using a service like ours is being able to fill in the gaps of calls you might miss, and then also being able to do those follow-up calls that you probably never get to. It's amazing. Hey, it's like money falling out of the sky, rebooking. I always tell people in our program, you know, your current book of business is literally a gold mine, right? But I think, I don't know if there's something wired in our brains or something that we get a dopamine high when we get a brand new shiny customer. But when we can go back, like, I think it's every bit as exciting going back and rebooking people. So that would be in your service scope as well. You could, someone could give you a list and say, Hey, Jill's office. I have 496 customers that I've serviced since 2015. Here's the list, make, make it rain dollar bills. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have people when things are a little slow or, um, you know, spring cleaning or fall. This is a net, we're coming up to another big time. We do a lot of fall calls. Give us your list. We'll go through, get them scheduled. I know a lot of our clients will do like seasonal holiday lighting. So around that time of year, they'll want us to call, hey, you know, let's get them rescheduled yeah. for their, their holiday lights, all that kind of thing. I mean, I, I love telling stories because then you kind of understand what's going on. But one of our, um, this past month in August, one of our exterior cleaning companies, um, they just have it set up automatically that we get an alert to call um, customers during certain certain stages of their journey as a prospect, um, right after they request a quote. And then if they still don't book, maybe a week later and things like that. And we booked over $9,500 worth of jobs just this month, just in doing follow-up calls. Wow. And so, I mean, there, there's huge power in that. It cost them like 150 bucks for us to do that. And they, you know, obviously the return was incredible. That's amazing. So talk to me a little bit, like you've obviously been doing this long enough. You probably have some good data on this, but I see services, you know, that will, for example, we're using Jobber for our, our business. So, you know, we'll put them in a drip campaign. Well, they'll get followed up, say with two, I think we set it on like, two days after the quote and then like six days after they get another email. But we still do, we call it follow-up Fridays where our office team will go through and call these people. But do you have any data on like, is it is it enough just to set it and forget it with these email follow-ups? Or like, talk to me about 
the power of the phone because I get there's like voicemails and things you run into, but I'd imagine there's people that will go to spam in their email or whatever and like talk to me about how does the phone sometimes beat out just like setting everything up like a robot through through an email follow up. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, first of all, I love Fall Friday. That's, that's yeah. an awesome idea. Yeah. And they got a drip system going. Um, I mean, I think we live in a world where really you got to have a multi-channel presence when it comes to communication with your clients. Because, I mean, some people never open their emails. Uh, we were at the huge convention last week and one of our, it was one of our clients came up to my booth and we were looking at his phone and he literally had 100,000 unopened emails on his phone. Wow. I mean, but that's, um, it's just a lot of people that you got to have everything set up. So you got to have the email set up because some people are going to respond to that, but some people just don't get into their email. So being able to contact your customers, your prospects and your customers to resurface them in different ways of communicating, including the phone, um, the more ways you can reach out to them in the more different venues of communication, the more likely you're going to get some kind of response. So, or maybe they saw the email, but maybe it was at midnight and they didn't feel like, you know, doing anything at that time. So you've already alerted them in one way. And then if you call the next morning, it's like, oh yeah, I really want want to get scheduled someone who's here they're actually following up with me let me get them booked and what actually amazes me is how many people will book even if you're more expensive just because you're in their face and we'll have that all the time is we'll follow up with a prospect on the phone and they're like oh yeah I really need to get that done you know what you guys actually weren't the cheapest but I just want to get that book now you're here on the phone let's get that taken care of so I think I mean, obviously you don't want to be um, aggressive or annoying and being in them too much, but just, you know, touching them on email, touching them. If you have text automations as well, that's great. And then also being able to do a live call just where if they're at that point where they're ready, you're there and available. Or if you do leave a voicemail, again, that's just another alert to their brain. Oh, I got to get that done. Oh, okay. ABC yeah. window cleaning. They're going to get that taken care of for me. And then they, they book. Yeah, it's amazing. It's all just top of mind awareness. And the other thing I'll point out is you guys are like, masters on the phone right i've talked to people on your team in the past and it's like i would say you guys are quite a bit more advanced on the phone than your average bear you know bill who owns a window cleaning business i would imagine your team knows how to intonate their voice on the phone and actually talk intelligently to a customer Oh yeah. I mean, we train like crazy. Um, I'll have a lot of our marketing clients that are like, I refer people to you just because I'll listen to my clients calls and I'm like cringing because they did no training with their office admin and how to in customer service. It was just like, Hey, take my calls. Um, but I mean, the, the phone is the front door to your business and we take that really seriously. So first of all, we really scrutinize who will even hire because if they're not someone who we'd feel comfortable answering our own phones, there's no way we're going to let them answer our clients' phones. So we're really picky about who we'll even hire. And then when we do hire, we put them through an extensive training of customer service, you know, positive talk on the phone, exactly what you're saying, even their, your, their voice inflections, um, how to just, you know, positive language. We also do a huge training in personality training because the way you talk to different personality types about what's important to them um, in regards to when they're 
inquiring about services and what's going to get them to actually move forward and feel comfortable is different. And so we teach them how to identify different personalities and then how to direct the conversation according to what their personality is. And so we do just, and then we do continual training the whole time they're here working with us because we just want to keep them on their A game. Um, you know, I, I tell, I tell our deals, we call them our deals all the time. You got to understand that for our clients, this business is their baby. So it's like, they're not going to hire just anyone off the street to babysit their kid. And the same thing goes with, with their phones. It takes a huge amount of trust to turn over your phones to someone else to represent your business. So, I mean, you take every single call, like knowing that they're entrusting tons of trust for you to pick up their phone for them and just represent their company, um, you know, to the very best of your ability. Um, but I mean, I think it pays off because we, we want to sound like we actually worked within their office. Um, yeah. One of my clients the other day was telling me a funny, I thought it was a funny story. She's like my best friend who I've been friends with for years. She called me the other day and she's like, oh, I love your new office assistant. And she was great on the phone. And she's like, hey, you know, you know, I'm the only one that works in this office. Like that's, that's my answering service. So, yeah. I mean, and we get mistaken to be the wife all the time. Um, so it's like, we want to just sound like we, we really work for your company and that, and that's our goal and to make you sound good. Wow. That's incredible. Really. You know, I always tell people to scale up your home service business. You need to hire specialists in each area, right? You need a specialist cleaning technician, you need a specialist uh, office support, you need specialist in marketing and the list goes on and on. So I almost feel like partnering with you guys, you're getting this, this team in your corner to handle the phone, handle the administrative services. And I think for a business owner who like knows their numbers, like for us, we know every time that phone rings, it's $30. So if we miss it, and I missed three, I'm almost having a heart attack, right? I missed 10, I'm probably dead. So it's just like, <laughs> we gotta pick up the phone. And I think it's something that business owners just get in their own way of like how important it actually is. Cause we work our tail off to get the phone ringing. And then I feel like we get busy doing the work and then we don't have time to pick it up. And sometimes I think business owners don't always see the full picture too of just how valuable that inbound call uh, is coming in. Exactly. Yeah. I think when you, exactly what you're saying, when you calculate it and not even just the cost to get the phone to ring, but the opportunity costs lost if you don't answer it. I mean, say your average job is 500 bucks and you miss a couple dollars a day. That's, yeah. you know, a thousand a day, five grand a week. Yeah. I mean, you're talking major money that builds up. And I mean, I mean, cause people are so impatient. If they don't get someone live, they're going to go to the next person in Google, unless you got some raving review that they're willing to leave a voicemail and wait yeah. for you to call back. But most people aren't. I mean, one of our clients, the first call we took for him, um, he, he was taking a shower when his phone rang we booked him a $5,000 job and I joke with him all the time. Like that would have been a really expensive shower, yeah. you know, if, if they'd gone to the next person. So, I mean, five bucks and you get a thousand dollar return on that. It's, it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. And I mean, the kind of the way we see ourselves is a lot of times just a gap filler. Um, a lot of clients still like being able to answer their own calls when they're available. But I mean, what happens when you have to go to the bathroom? What happens when you're on the other line? What happens when you're on the roof? Um, you know, who's filling in those gaps for you? Um, do you really want to be married to your phone all evening? So and on the weekend, so being able to just have someone in place to take that overflow that can represent your business professionally, but make sure that no customer that ever calls in is not getting taken care of. Um, it's just invaluable. So let me just make sure I understand the scope for listeners who are listening. So we've got uh, outbound calls. You can follow up. We could export a client list and send it over to jails. You could call through and book a bunch of work. We got inbound support. So I'm on a ladder. I'm on a roof. I'm driving. 
um, and you're going to accept the inbound call. But then there's also this almost asterisk admin component where someone can, a client can call in and a Jill could then do some, uh, you know, intelligent conversation of rough pricing or get into your CRM. Is there anything, a third spoke or fourth spoke to this thing as well? Or does that kind of cover the gamut, what you guys do? That covers the gamut right now. We're working on some other additional service that are coming down the pipeline soon. But yeah, right now, just basically um, anything relating to your phones on either the inbound or the outbound follow-up, we'd be happy to take care of. It's amazing. So I love the too, just my brain's going, but I love the, uh, the personality profiling too, right? Like we do disc in our company and you know, when you're talking to someone who's high D, it's just like, save my time, get to the point. So the fact that there's that training on that is, is amazing. And you're not going to just get that in fill in the blank call center based wherever. Yeah, exactly. We do the same thing. We do disc. So, I mean, it's fun because it also helps us know how to talk to each other um, to have a good company mm -hmm. culture but then um, it's just vital on the phone because it also helps just keep their spirit high because if you're talking to a super high D and they might get super offended if they oh that caller just pulled me over it's like no don't get offended they're just like they just want to get to the chase um, but if you have a high C and um, we, we have animal names for them so yeah um, what's the really animals tell me the four animals if you know okay. off the top of your head so okay so D dominant that's your very um, that's your lion which yeah. The, the person, the, the animal probably tells you who they are. It's just, hey, get to the point. I'm all about business, bottom line. Then you have your eyes, um, which are your influencers in the disc model. And we call them the dolphins. So they're the ones that are going to want to spend time. Like you need to make them laugh. You need to talk to them for a minute. You got to become friends with them and then they'll book. So you got the eyes and then you got the um, S's. Those are your golden retrievers. So they just want to be friends with everyone. Their real trust and loyalty is really important to them. So with them, it's just building that trust on the phone call, um, you know, being really patient with them with whatever, you know, concerns or whatever they might have. And then your C's are your owls. And they're the ones that are going to ask you a million questions about your services that you never even thought of before. And so it's just you being really patient, answering all their questions. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's funny. I actually grew up and I was trying to guess your four animals. Like I knew the lion, I knew the retriever, but it's interesting. I would almost swap the, the, the dolphin. I would swap for the otter. This is just what I heard growing okay. up and, and the beaver for the owl, you know, okay. really like, but it's so interesting how you can have, um, people almost take on personas of animals. And I think, you know, you could look at Myers-Briggs, they put them into 16 types. Disc does four. I think four is like pretty easy. But it does help you communicate with people, right? I everyone I meet, I'm almost thinking like, oh, what kind of animal is this person, right? It's kind of a funny thing to to talk about. But we are all wired differently and we respond differently to different stimuluses. And that comes on the phone as well. So I think just knowing that in depth in training, it's just gonna translate to more dollars for your home service biz. Exactly. And it, it's learning just to mirror people based off, you know, what's important to them, what questions they're asking and, and where they're trying to take the call. Um, to obviously, you always want to move them along to actually become your customer, but just knowing, okay, this is where they're directing it. This is what they care about. So let's focus on that because that's important to them. Totally. So I want to put you on the spot, Michelle. I know I told you we don't prepare for these episodes, but I want to know why do you think that so many home service business owners struggle in this department of answering the phone like they maybe listen this far they're like yeah i get it costs money to make the phone ring but why is there this struggle to stay on top of the phone and the admin support um what if you've seen a trend or two in your years of doing this i'd love to be curious to, to hear your take on that 
Um, you know, I think it's the DIY death trap of just like thinking, you know, I can do it myself. Um, it's not a big deal. Anyone can answer the phone. I don't need to get help to do that. It rings, I'll answer, or, um, you know, I can have someone on my team answer. Um, so I think that business owners, oftentimes they just kind of get in their own way of, of not wanting to let go of control and um, be able to delegate that out and just thinking I can do it. It's not a big deal. Um, I get all my calls and not realizing, hey, you might be missing some or not realizing how unprofessional it might sound if there's loud banging in the background while you're picking up their phone, um, just not being aware. Um, I think that once you become aware of what it might be costing you, you know, the opportunity cost of missing a couple calls or just realizing how much more professional and how many more um, jobs and everything you can book if you have a professional actually helping out with that. Um, once you can kind of break through and, and recognize that, then then you understand the importance of it. Um, but I guess just getting out of your own way. Yeah. And I think too, what you said earlier is like business owners need to give up some level of control, right? Kind of in level one, you're giving up control, hiring a technician, but level two, once companies grow a bit, you're really giving up control of the office, you know, and answering the phone and sending out quotes and scheduling. Like those are all, things I know for me I'm a very like administrative person so when I hired uh, support for my office it was like definitely harder for me to let go of that than it was field work I'm like pretty average at at best so that was easier for me but because I'm very detailed it was hard giving up the admin side so I just I can identify with that struggle of like ah you know I, I gotta give it up but ultimately I think the pain of staying where you're at needs to be greater than that pain of like, ah, I'm giving up control. And that's where you're like, you know what, it just makes sense to, to move forward with, with a company like yours. Are you seeing, you guys must be like growing like crazy, I would imagine through, through uh, I, it just feels like this hits on such a need that a lot of people have. Right. Well, and I mean, especially lately with everything crazy going on in our economy and the, the rising cost of, you know, minimal wage jobs and things of what it actually costs to get an in-house office help. Um, I mean, you could be paying three, four grand, sometimes even more a month. Um, so that's where a lot of people get attracted to a service like ours, because rather than paying someone to sit around for whenever the phone rings, you know, at 15 bucks an hour, you're just paying when we're actually taking your calls. And so, I mean, we're saving on average business owners over $40,000 a year once you calculate in taxes yeah. and all those other things. So there's definitely a need um, just because people are always needing help and service and they want someone live to answer, um, you know, in this Amazon world, Netflix, where we just want immediate gratification and used to it. If you're not available and you have to leave a message, I mean, they just expect everyone to be open and available all the time now. And yeah. so, um, yeah, that's, there's just a great need for it. That's awesome. Do you guys hire? I'm just curious. It's called Jill's office. Do you just hire female or, or do you have, I'm just thinking, is there a James office as well? Where there's, <laughs> James. I haven't heard yeah. that one. Yet. Um, we do have some males as well. It, you know, for the first about four years of our business, we were all female. Um, but we um, just in the past couple of years, we've gotten a few males and they actually sound fabulous on the phones. Yeah. Um, again, we scrutinize them as much as we would any, any girl that we hire, but we do have a handful of calm Joe's <laughs> Joe's. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Like I think everybody has different, different skill sets and having uh, you know, guys and ladies, I think just makes for a more well-rounded company. I think at the end of the day, as long as the job's getting done, like I do think naturally, I think females tend to sound more warm on the phone, but I've had a, 
uh, office admin who is a guy and he's great on the phone. So it's, uh, it's hard to always like paint with a broad brush without getting into like people's skill sets. But again, probably that's where personality profiling comes in. You guys are pretty dang sure. I'm sure who you're hiring that they're going to be like pretty solid. Exactly. Yep. It's all about how they sound, how they engage with others. Are they friendly? Do they sound professional? If they are, you know, it doesn't really matter their gender as long as they can engage the caller. Yeah, totally. So tell us, Michelle, who is who would be like an ideal avatar, right? Someone's listened this long to us. They get what you guys do. Um, can you describe in as much detail as you can, uh, putting you on the spot, like what would, who would be a good fit uh, booking a call in with you guys? Sure. So, um, I mean, with our avatar, it's kind of, okay, there's various stages, obviously, of your business growth. So if you're just first starting out, you know how you kind of referred level one, you're, maybe you have a, a tech or maybe you're doing it all. We're really good there to just, just have on like a minimal package with us is just the backup. So if you are doing it all, you're probably missing a call when you're engaged with another customer. So just having us minimally as just backup um, there, you take the majority of calls, but it just comes to us um, when you might miss one. Um, that's a great, that's a great way to use us when you're just starting out. Once you've, you know, gotten a little further along, maybe have a tech or two, um, at that point, some people like to turn the phones completely over to us. They just like, I mean, there's a real thing called, oh gosh, is it phonitis or something where, I mean, like some people are terrified of talking on the phone and they just don't like to. So sometimes people will turn it completely over to us or sometimes again, we just serve as backup to maybe their tech um, or sometimes they even have an office admin and that is, is helping with other things. But what happens when they go to lunch? What happens, you know, before, after hours? So again, just filling in the gaps there. Um, and then we also work with clients who are, you know, I mean, one of our clients literally gets about 400 calls a day. And so there's no way, obviously, even if you had a few admin that they could get all that. So if you're getting to the point where you're just getting so many, you know, 10 calls at one time, then obviously you need a service like ours to, to get and fill in the gaps. And so, um, I mean, I kind of, you know, it's like anywhere along your journey, just depending on how much you want to use this and how much, I mean, I get it. It's hard giving up the control. And that's what's nice about a service like ours is if you just want us to just answer the phone and capture that customer, um, we can do that. If you want to customize it more for us to actually get in and give pricing and schedule we can do that so I think just wherever you are in your journey figuring out okay my main goal is I don't want to miss any calls that I'm working so hard to get yeah. so how much do I want to use them do I want to use them fully or just kind of as backup and do I want them just to take a message or do I want them to actually book sure. um, we can use we can kind of be customized as much as you want to use us so if a company size is anywhere from zero to half a million to a million and beyond, it sounds like there is some fit along the, 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 the ride that there would be potentially a fit, sounds like to me. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it's just, you use this as much or little as you need. And that's the beauty of it is there's no commitment. There's no contract. There's no, you know, I have to use this much. Um, it's just, you know, how much help are you needing? And, and you can even change it along the season. I mean, I know a lot of our clients are very seasonal. And so it's like, come spring, I need tons of help. You know, in the winter, I just really don't. Let me just put you on hold. It's amazing. And are you, I see you a lot in like the cleaning niche, pressure washing, soft washing, window cleaning. Is that the majority of where you guys would be seeing clients? Or are you going like right across home services, whatever it is, or even do you do more than home services? I'm just curious. 
I mean, we, we have clients in about everything. I mean, gosh, what are some funny ones? I mean, okay, these ones have fun calls. We have this like private investigator. And so those calls are crazy because you get wow. all this juicy stuff. Yeah. But the majority of our clients are in the home services. And, and our biggest vertical right now is actually window cleaning, pressure washing. Mm -hmm. So our Jills are pretty well versed in that. Um, but really, you know, any business that their phone rings, we can help them out. Um, but we, we specialize primarily in the home service industry. Yeah. That private investigator, that sounds like it'd be fun to, I'm sure anyone would sign up to take those calls. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, everybody's probably fighting in the office to take those ones. Oh, that, that was my other question, Michelle. So if a company is listening to this, Bill's window cleaning, they go ahead with you guys. Does it, do they have the same Jill getting the phone? Like they'd be, a, you'd be like the case manager for Bill's window cleaning or is it still just like whoever picks up the call? Um, so we're organized into pods and basically there it's based off what CRM or scheduling system you use, or if you don't schedule, then it's a pod for that. And so you would, de um, depending on, because again, we don't want anyone to wait. So that's why we don't have just a specific Jill. And obviously she's not going to work, you know, for you 80 yeah. hours, you know, hundred hours a week. So, um, it's organized into pods about eight to 10 Jills who will answer for your company, just based off who's staffed and available at that time when the call comes in. But one thing that you do have is you do have a dedicated account account manager. So if you ever to help you set up your account, and then if you ever have any questions or any issues, you're not waiting forever to find someone to help you and then having to re-explain your whole company. She knows your account. She can just dig in. Oh, looks like we need to change this in your call instructions. No problem. So you do have that dedicated account manager who knows your account in and out and can help if any um, issues come up or anything you want to change along the way and then communicate that to the Jills. Super cool. And what would be a few like favorite CRMs that I want to start a debate here, but what would be say like three or four or five the kind of main CRMs that you guys are like pretty well versed in? Right. So the ones that we actually, um, we can work with any kind of online booking link. So if it's something you can put on your website that a customer can book themselves, we can definitely use it. But the ones that we actually will log into, um, we limit just again, to be able to, to really get into them. Um, so that would be Jobber that you use. We definitely use Jobber. We use House Call Pro. Um, we get into Responsibid. Um, and then those are the three that we'll actually log into. But I mean, Marquette has a great yeah. online booking link. Um, and there's several other service offers out there that, um, have a way that we can still, you know, get the information in or get pricing and quoting with that online booking link. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then one other question, what would be kind of the most basic if someone just wants to try Jill's office, what would you recommend would be like, Hey, this would be like a good starter package. Cause again, giving up control. I think a lot of people are hesitant to be like, here, take the keys to the castle. What would you say would be like probably a pretty good starter package? Like give us some money, let us show we can kick butt and then, you know, go from there. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I would just go on our page, you go package because that way you're not locked into any amount of minutes. Um, it's a dollar 49 a month, which gets more than paid for, um, you know, with one job that we book for you. Um, and then you just pay per minute. Um, so that's a good one just to get going. And then if you're finding you have enough usage to get into one of our minutes packages, you do save money on the per minute once you go into those. Um, but to start out, I just get on that 149. Like even if, yeah, one extra customer, you're going to pay for it right there. Sorry, one forty nine, a dollar forty nine per phone call. Sorry, so it's a dollar forty nine a month, and that just covers the um, to cover your account manager, to cover having the staff with Jills on standby, to cover our system and software. Yeah, one um, one forty nine. Sorry, one hundred and forty nine. One hundred forty nine. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. a month, and then you pay. Um, it's two fifty a minute. So um, that and and that includes inbound calls, includes outbound calls, includes scheduling. Everything's inclusive with all our packages. Um, 
if you do, or if you are finding, if you're using more than 80 minutes a month, then it definitely makes sense to bump up to our first minutes package, which is 120 minutes. And then you're going to save 80 cents a minute. It's just $1.70 a minute. Um, but again, if, if you're just getting started, then I would just go on the page you go and just pay for per minute. And then you are able to move up and down packages. So if you're finding you're using a lot more minutes, then you can easily bump up to save the extra money. Yeah. I love that your pricing's worked out. That was something that caught my eye on the website is like, you're really only paying for what you're using. And I think there'd probably be like a bit of a testing period. And it, again, with seasonality, it might be, you might change packages maybe once or twice in a year, but I like that, you know, say if someone paid you guys say $500 per month, it's like, oh, that sounds like so much, but it's also like, it's not really because you're getting all your calls answered, you're getting this. And if you're using more, then you're paying more. So I just, I think it's a very uh, progressive business model that I think would probably really resonate uh in our niche with cleaning that you know you're not you're not locked in and you if you use it you pay for it it just like makes sense exactly yeah and we do have a 14 day guarantee so if for any reason it didn't work out with what you were hoping uh, yeah yeah just cancel no questions asked kind of thing super cool and and one other question just for details um you obviously are based in the u.s uh you would service uh clients from what other countries or areas um, so, I mean, primarily we're in the U.S. and Canada. We, we, do, we do have a few random clients in, in some other countries, but um, all of our receptions, we're, we're based out of Salt Lake City in Utah, cool. and all of our receptions right now are all local. Um, we won't ever hire overseas. We're very adamant. You know, we, again, we want to sound like we're in your office. So um, we are based out of Utah, but we serve clients all over the U.S. and Canada. So cool. So could the Jills you're hiring or the Joes, could they be working from home then like remote work or do they actually need to be in Salt Lake at the office? So initially we require them to be in office just because again, we're very picky about them getting trained and we want to make sure they're getting trained correctly, picking up the good habits and everything and doing everything correctly. Once they've been here a sufficient amount of time that we feel like they, okay, we, you know, they're, they're good, they're ready to go. Then they do have the option to work from home partly. Nice. Um, we, we, we're really big about culture at Jill's office um, because we feel like, you know, if we wow our employees, they're going to wow your callers. And so we do a lot of fun things like today is national ice cream day. So we have this huge, like ice cream, everything downstairs that everyone's, you know, having fun with all day. So, I mean, we do like them to come in occasionally just to kind of keep, keep that culture, but they do have the option to work from home as long as they have, I mean, we're really picky, no pets in the background, no kids, things like that. Sure. Man, I'm jealous. Ice cream day. I was just telling my wife a couple hours ago, I'm like, I really want to go out and get ice cream tonight. Uh, Today's the day. You know. Yeah, okay, know. <laughs> today, National Ice Cream Day. Well, I learned something Don't new. Don't even feel guilty. <laughs> yeah, I think that's incredible. Reten like, I'm all about culture too, right? People work from the office, but I'm also like, you know what? As we're in 2021, time's going so fast. I just feel like if the quality is not effective, affected, having that option at least, because people are busy partners, kids, pets, sports, right. family, blah, blah, blah. It's like, if you can offer that even, uh, you know, in your hiring process, I think for me, it's just like, where are we going to get the best person? And yeah, for cleaning technicians, like physically, you can't do that remotely, but um, there are other roles in the company that can be done remotely, which I think it's just the thing we get stuck in our mind that it has to be this way until someone proves, you know, it can be done this way. And similar to home service businesses, they're like, I have to pick up the phone. I have to do this. It's like, well, let's just try something else and see if we can shuffle anything around up here. 
exactly. Yep. Right on. Do you, do you find, um, this is just an aside, we'll wrap up in a sec, but do you find home service business owners can be like quite stubborn people or, or, or what's been your, you're laughing, but what's been your kind of take on that? You know, it, it kind of just depends. I mean, I mean, we have, we had this guy call the other day and he's like, I'm at like Tetris level 60. And we're like, what do you mean? And he's like, I mean, you know, the game Tetris is the lower levels you are, the pieces are coming down slowly. You can kind of figure out where to put them in this puzzle. But then as you advance, the levels are coming down faster and faster that you just can't figure out where to put them. So, I mean, he was at Tetris level 60, like things were coming down on his business so fast, like he couldn't keep straight on anything. So it was like any sense of relief we could give him. It was just like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I just need help. So, I mean, we get people like that, that they're just so overwhelmed. They just, anyone that or anything that can kind of help take that off is huge. I mean, but it kind of just depends. But then we have others where, again, it's just really hard to let go of control. I get it. I mean, I'm a perfectionist. I want everything done a certain way. And so um, a lot of it is just like you're saying, it's just give it a try. Um, See if this helps or, you know, see how you can maneuver um, services like ours or other things that you can delegate as well, just to to help you focus better on your business. Um, The problem is, is that, again, that a lot of people get stuck into is, is they, they think they can do everything, which they can, but then when they do, they don't realize the sacrifices they're making. So if you're, you know, being bombarded with phone calls all day, what's those, you know, if you add all that together and all those distractions, how much time was taken away from actually building your business and working on creating systems that can automate and to be able to network and create relationships with different industries or with different, you know, apartment complexes or whatever it may be, or realtors to be able to grow your business even more. The time that you're spending doing all these admin things or these other things that you just don't want to let control of is actually hurting you because then you're not able to use both your brain power and just the limited time that we all have every day to work on your business. And so I think that, that that's what's hard but but like you're saying i mean some people it's just really hard to yeah. let go and I, and i get it i mean i get it <laughs> yeah i think most home service business owners are not naturally organized as well um some of the people i'm working with i i really love them as people but i'm just like after working with you for like a month i can tell you're you're quite disorganized and you could definitely use some help so i think there's a lot to be said for a jill's office leveling up the professionalism but also Uh, just helping people get a little bit more organized because I think if you've been in business more than like six months, you're like looking in the mirror being like, my goodness, I'm wearing 26 hats when I should be wearing like four or five, you know, kind of thing. And so it's just like, let's remove that admin hat. Cause quite frankly, if most home service business owners, I say are like a six out of 10 with admin, if that, why not go with Jill's who could be, you know, an eight, nine or 10 do it a whole lot better and free up your time. It just seems kind of like a no brainer. But again, I think the biggest theme in working with people is you don't know what you don't know. And it's just like, until you try it, it's, we could have this podcast be four hours and some people still won't try it. So I think it's just, you gotta almost jump in the deep end at some point and give it a go. Right. I I think it's that. And then I also think it's like, oh, but it's like, I just don't have time to even set it up. And so it's like not realizing that and we, we actually try to make it super simple. I mean, you're up and going within 24 hours. Um, like the sign up process itself is like 30 minutes or less. And, and so we try to make it as simple as possible because we get how hard it is. But I think a lot of times um, as business owners, we get in our own way too, just because it's like, well, I won't invest that, you know, 30 minutes now. I'd rather just like pick up the calls because I don't have time realizing that that 30 minutes is going to save you, you know, 30 hours for the rest mm-hmm. of the month. And so getting over that is hard too. 
Yeah. And I think if you actually think about this long term, like say you want to build this business over the next, we'll just say 10 years for fun. It's like, how many phone calls is that actually going to be, you know, for not everybody's getting, like you said, 400 calls a day, but let's say someone gets 10,000 phone calls in the, in the next 10 years. It's like for you to physically go pickle it up, deal with that, figure it out versus what you do, you know, what would you do with that time? It just, yeah, it, it's just thinking, I think once you really value your time and you're realistic, what you're good at, you can kind of make these like strategic decisions with like, who am I going to hire in each department? So um, yeah, it's, it's incredible, Michelle. So we'll wrap up. Tell me the best next steps. Uh, someone's listened this far. They've learned about Jill's office. They're on your website. What would you advise? Like they're maybe they're super bought in, maybe they're on the fence and uh, do they book a call or what, what's the best next steps going forward? Yeah, great question. So yeah, if you just go to jillsoffice.com, there's a button right there at the top, free demo. Um, give that a click. We'll send you some demos so you can actually hear what the receptions actually sound like. Um, so click the demo and then um, one of our um, account managers will reach out to you just to see if you have any questions. Um, so that's probably the best next step is just try a demo. Cool. Yeah, I'll link to that in the show notes for anybody listening. Um, and I, I want to say, I feel like clients would probably stay with you guys for like multiple years, I would imagine. Hey. Sure. Yeah. We have clients who've been with us since we opened, um, gosh, we're going on six and a half years now. Um, and then others that, you know, they use us for a bit and then they kind of grow and say, you know what, I'll be back when I grow enough more that I need you again. Cause they'll kind of hire an admin. So again, we're here as much as you need. Yeah. That's actually one good last point just to, just to finish up on, you know, not everybody necessarily needs a full-time office person, right? You kind of got to hit, I think, half a million dollars ish to afford someone coming in and sitting in the chair. But there's a lot of people stuck between 98,000 and 490 that there is this messy gray Aki middle zone where there's about 17.26 hours of admin work that they shouldn't be doing, but you can't hire somebody for. So I feel like Jill's is almost this like stop gap of like, let's move you from A to B, whether that's one season or two or three or whatever it is. Yep, exactly. Awesome, Michelle. Well, I appreciate what uh, Jill's is doing in the space. Anyone that's making the industry better, I love bringing on to uh, the show and just highlighting uh, what you guys got going on. So for the listeners, uh, book a call in with, with Jill's office and uh, get yourself organized because life's going too fast to be uh, stressed out and running crazy all the time. So thanks uh, for your time, Michelle. Uh, we'll uh, hopefully link up again, uh, maybe in person at a future convention. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks for letting me be here today. You bet. We'll chat soon. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to hop on real quick and give it up for our show sponsors. Uh, You guys know by now our show is sponsored uh, in part by Jobber as well as Nice Job. Uh, To be honest, when I'm running my home service business, I really rely on not just my team, but also our technology stack. And so two staples in that would be Jobber as well as Nice Job. Uh, Nice Job helps it make it super easy for us to get uh, more five-star reviews on Google, which has been awesome, showcases our brand to more people in our community. And Jobber's been awesome just keeping us organized from soup to nuts, to sending quotes, to scheduling crews, to collecting payment and issuing invoices, syncing to QuickBooks, Uh, Jobber does it all. I've built my home service business on it. 
uh, and I'm a big fan of it. So I've linked to both of those in the show notes as well so that you can check those out, try free trials with both of them and actually save a little bit of money as well if you click that link. So thank you again so, so much for listening. I do this for free and I hope there's just a ton of value in this episode for you and I wish you well the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.